Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> this is your host, the one and only King Cor. Oh my god. Hi everyone. I've literally been like racking my brain on what to talk about. And I just realized podcasting might be a lot harder than I, um, you know, imagined. But fuck it. We ball, right? Oh, sorry for swearing. I don't know how to, like, bleep the swears on a po- Actually, yes, I do. I know how to <laughs> bleep it. Am I going to bleep it, though? No, probably not. I feel like this podcast should just be the raw, candid version of myself, you know? So that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> the part that does not make it to youtube i feel like with content creation and like just putting things out there and on the internet in general the line especially when you've been doing it for so long and you've like gotten an audience for me i don't know how many content creators agree but for me i feel like there is the line between what i can show and say on my vlogs or on my videos or anything and what i can i when i should hide is very blurred like that line is very thin it's like when am i crossing it you know am i saying too much or am i saying too little i don't know and it's so hard to navigate because it's like i genuinely want to invite you guys into my life which i do i do and i'm glad that you all are here but it's also like um sometimes Sometimes it's, like, privacy, like, okay, this I want to be private. But sometimes it's, like, am I hiding this? And there's a lot of things that I actually hide, you know? And a lot of things that I'm sure a lot of YouTubers hide because you can't just put everything on the Internet, you know? So, yeah, a lot of things are hidden from you guys that I kind of want to talk to you guys about one of them because um, I've actually been hiding this for so long. (laughs) And I feel like I'm about to confess like I'm a mass murderer or something. No, I'm not. Um, Only if you make me. No, I'm just kidding. No. But, yeah. And, okay, not even just me. I feel like a lot of teens in general just hide this. And I know I have, like, younger, younger listeners, younger, a younger audience. So maybe I should not be talking about this. But I kind of want to talk to you about drugs. And what they can do to you, you know? Um, (laughs) Oh, God. I just realized who listens to this. Fuck it. Okay, whatever. Um, Okay, so, yeah. I think, like, in general, though, I mean, obviously, drugs aren't good. Or are they? You know what? Let's get into it. (laughs) So... It's, okay, I'm just going to start by saying I'm not doing heavy drugs, okay? I'm not sitting here on meth or crack or, like, heroin, you know? It's just it's just good old-fashioned weed. And I feel like weed is just 
has been a taboo for so long and especially in the african culture especially in like no way i don't know if you guys can hear this airplane right now but i'm just not i'm not i'm not fucking with that let me start off by saying i am not encouraging anybody to do drugs if you're trying to do drugs please research okay research it and maybe don't do it (laughs) because i don't want to be the one responsible for you doing drugs okay i'm not telling you to do drugs I'm just telling you that I did drugs, okay? And I'm going to talk about them. So, let's see. I was heavily against weed. Like, ever since I was a little girl. Duh, you grew up thinking, Ugh, marijuana? I would never, ever smoke that shit. Ever. Like, you know, (laughs) you like look down on people who even do because you're like, why would you ever do that and ruin your life? Because that's what everyone, like, you know, drills in your head. That, like, you smoke weed and your life is over. So, all my life, even in high school. Like, in high school, I was such a good kid. I I never went to parties. I never got drunk. I never smoked. I never did anything at all. I was, like, an angel. I still am, low-key. Because I don't do half of the stuff that my peers do. But, a lot of that changed when I got into college, okay? When I got into college. Now, college is dangerous, you guys. College is scary, and I'm going to be referring to college a lot in my podcast because college changed me. College changes everybody, so, yeah. So I went into college, and, I mean, I knew people smoked weed, but I didn't know people smoked weed. Like, what? I did not know people smoked weed. So much. So much, you guys. So much. It's actually ridiculous. So I got to college, and literally everybody around me is smoking. And you know when you're growing up in, like, middle school and they show you, like, <laughs> those textbooks and, like, um, I don't know, videos on peer pressure. And you're thinking, I could never be peer pressured. Like, why would a friend pressure me into doing drugs? <laughs> but when you get into college, it's not even like nobody's pressuring you. I feel like you just automatically want to do it. Or, okay, maybe not you, but me. I feel like I just wanted to try it because, you know, everybody around me was trying it. And is that peer pressure? I don't think so. I don't think that's peer pressure necessarily. Maybe if I had surrounded myself with different people who didn't smoke weed, then I probably wouldn't have. Um, But I don't want to say anybody pressured me into it. It's just that you couldn't hang out without smoking weed. (laughs) I'm not kidding. UMass Amherst, everything you do is like you're smoking weed first. And it, it just became like the hangout, like... Oh, you want to hang out? What do you want to do? Smoke? That was that was just the hangout, honestly. That was just pe- what people did. So, at first I was inclined, of course, because I grew up very re- religious, strict, not trying nothing. Didn't even know what it felt like. And then I tried it for the first time. And the first couple of times, I actually didn't even smoke it right, so nothing happened. But boy, when I got the hang of it, oh my God, when I got the hang of it. Esther, please, if you're listening to this, please, please turn it off. You are going to be so mad at me for what I'm about to say, which is such a bad thing to even say because you know she's about to be listening even more closely now. Sorry, mother. Once I got the hang of it, y'all, I (laughs) smoked Ah lot a lot a lot and i'm saying this now because i've quit smoking 
I actually gave up smoking like three months ago as a sacrifice. Yeah, I've just quit smoking, but I smoked in college a lot. (laughs) And it wasn't, at first it was like, you know, once a week, like before parties or like just whenever people were hanging out, you know, like, okay, my friends want to hang out, like this is what they want to do. So I would just do it. I would not go out of my way to buy it myself, but I would just, you know, smoke it whenever people were. And then sophomore year, (laughs) my God, it got to like occasional, occasional, occasional to every single day, like every single day. And it became scary, like very, very scary. I'm telling you guys the bad part about it. Okay. It became very, very scary because you don't even feel like you're doing anything wrong. And that's what's crazy about it is because, like, when you have no conviction, that's scary. When when even the Holy Ghost is not convicting you that, damn, what you're doing is wrong, that you're just, you just when you know you're too far gone. Like, I would wake up <laughs> and smoke and then come home, back from classes, smoke finish an exam smoke oh did i just you know finish eating smoke do i i'm about to go eat smoke like it was very bad very very bad and contrary to the title of this podcast do not do what i did okay i'm not gonna say don't smoke weed because i do believe that it is god made (laughs) i always say why did god put it on this planet if we're not allowed to try it, you know? But in everything that you do, there should be, you know, a limit. Nothing in excess is good. So I definitely realized that I was going down the wrong path when I could literally not go a day without smoking. And it wasn't like it messed me up a lot, <laughs> but it it probably didn't. I just didn't even realize I realized it was kind of like a coping mechanism, and I'm not sure why that happened that way, but it just felt like, you know, I was bored and there was nothing to do, or I liked the feeling so much that I just wanted it all the time. And the thing about weed is that once you're high, it's such a harmless thing in in the moment because all you do is feel good. Well, I mean, for me, I know... Some people who smoke and just do not feel good at all. But for me, all I, I just felt good. I just felt a sense of euphoria. I just felt on cloud nine, literally, I was floating on clouds. Music sounds better. Food sounds better. People are more enjoyable. Like, everything's funny. You know, it's just a good time, which is why I did it so much. Because it's like, when I'm, you know, normal or sober, I guess, I everything is what it is, you know. Everything I take everything as face value. But when I was high, everything was so much better. I felt like I was thinking sharply. I was um being more creative. I could come up with ideas and just I don't know. I f- I just felt like there were so many benefits in the process, but I then realized there were also a lot of disadvantages to being high all the time. I would always be sleepy, lazy, um, <laughs> and just, and when, and like, when people can tell you're high, nobody takes you seriously, so it's like, like, no, yeah, nobody takes you seriously, which is kind of, 
like not fun when you're trying to say something serious and nobody's taking you seriously but I realized that it kind of created like a a bridge between me and I don't know reality because everything I was like oh I'm gonna smoke tonight so everything's gonna be fine but that was not the way to you know deal with my emotions and whatever I wanted to cope with so yeah that is my confession (laughs) that is the secret I've been hiding from you guys it wasn't like I was hiding it I just dead ass could not show myself smoking on camera that's crazy why would I do that and I realized a lot of YouTubers I watch are always high in their videos or like you can just tell they smoke but they just don't mention it and I just think it's so funny I just feel like I mean granted it is illegal in some parts of the country or it's illegal everywhere I'm not sure but I feel like it just that's when the lines between what you can show and what you can't show becomes blurred because it's like I I want to make a good you know impression I want to influence people the right way so obviously I'm not going to show myself smoking in front of people because I'm trying to you know influence people when I have young viewers so I think that's definitely the reason why a lot of things are kept hidden but yeah I guess that is um the story about that but I'm currently in LA the land of weed <laughs> and it's funny because every every time you try and buy weed from like a, a plug or like a drug dealer they're always like it's from Cali trust it's from Cali that Cali pack that Cali pack and now I'm in Cali and I'm like where is the weed everyone's talking about not that I'm trying to smoke but I'm just like you know where is it because this is all I've been hearing but I've been in California for I think four days now or maybe three three days now actually four three I'm not sure I'm not sure I'm losing track of time but it is so fun I love it here being in LA um it's it's just a different vibe I love the fact that it's warm all year round so I don't even have to worry about being cold because y'all know I hate the cold my body physically rejects cold, so it's like, why why would I, you know, live somewhere that's cold when I could just live here? So I'm really, really thinking about even moving here, because I just love it so much. I love the vibes, I love the warmth. I feel like people are a lot nicer, too. I'm not sure, though. People say that about everywhere. So, and what I actually want to talk about in this episode is a different type of drug that I did for the first time yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys, I can't believe I'm just saying this. Like, I, I'm i going to play this back and be like, Karen, what did you do? But, okay, so yesterday we decided to climb up the Hollywood sign. And not climb up the Hollywood sign, hike up to the Hollywood sign. If you haven't seen my recent video, (laughs) you should go watch my recent video. Um, It kind of just covers the past three days that I've been in Cali. I just spent today, which is Sunday, I spent today just editing because I promised my viewers a video on Sunday. So I wanted to deliver. So everyone else went outside to, you know, explore a different city. And I just stayed in the hotel editing. And now nobody's here. I'm trying to get this podcast in before everybody comes back and makes noise. But... We decided to, you know, hike up the Hollywood sign yesterday. And (laughs) my friend Victor and I, 
decided that we were going to do shrooms while hiking up the Hollywood sign. And the reason why this podcast is titled Drugs, You Should Try It, is that shrooms was a lovely experience. I'm not even going to lie. I watched Kai Foster's video of when she did shrooms, and it was so funny. I was laughing, like, the day before, just to try and prepare myself. And I 100% agree with every single thing that she went through in that video. And I just didn't want to film it. Maybe next time I'll film it, since I've already said it. But, you guys, it was amazing. I am now a heavy advocate for shrooms. I think everybody should be on shrooms all the time. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Do not do shrooms all the time. But at least once in your life, you know? Because it was just so eye-opening. So we get to the Hollywood sign. We get to the the beginning. I don't even know. You know? We just got there. We didn't start hiking yet, but we got there where the hike begins. And we decided to take it like 30 minutes before. So in the beginning, it was kind of like, I was kind of feeling it a little bit, but it wasn't too much. I just started feeling nauseous. Um, My body was tingly. Like my body just felt weird. It felt like if I had smoked weed, just the sensation in my body. But that I think that's just your body's way of telling you that there is something in your system that doesn't need to be in your system. So we went up to the Hollywood sign. We're just we started the walk. It was beautiful. It was a sunny, sunny, sunny day. So hot. But it was also so beautiful at the same time. We begin our hike. All of a sudden I just start playing gospel music while on shrooms. Clara thinks that's the biggest contradiction ever, but I don't think so. Because I think anything that God made is, you know, designed to be tried. <laughs> and yeah, this this ex- I think every drug or everything considered a drug that God has created I think it was there for us to be able to explore. And that is with the exception of man-made drugs. Because I know there's man-made drugs that really, really mess you up. But I think a little dosage of natural God-made drugs are there to, you know. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just know people are listening to me. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Okay. I don't know how you guys are even going to react to this episode. Let me just keep going because YOLO at this point, right? So, yeah. So, I don't think that's a big contradiction that I was on shrooms and listening to gospel music. Because, if anything, it made me appreciate God's nature so much. All the colors were enhanced. Um, I could feel his presence literally around me. It was so overwhelming. Um the colors were brighter. People looked beautiful. <laughs> Dogs looked amazing. Like everything looked so good, so vibrant, so clear. Um, the music sounded amazing. And then I just started to have so many thoughts. And the thing about shrooms is that apparently, normally your brain has these like paths and nerves. That are connected to each other. But on shrooms. The molecule the molecule in shrooms. Like make your brain work. More than it actually does. On a normal basis. So it just connects way more nerves. And way more thoughts. And 
I don't know. I saw this TikTok about it. I don't know if it makes sense. But basically, your b- brain is just working over time because the stop signals in your brain are essentially like it removed. So all your thoughts are just traveling to the deep, deep ends, you know, of the earth. <laughs> Not of the earth, of your brain. All your thoughts are being processed so, like, in depth and and just more. And I... I thought it was really, really cool. So in the beginning, I I started appreciating. When it started kicking in, I started appreciating, like, you know, nature around me. And it was a lovely hike. It was really, really a lovely hike. Then I started to think and think and think. And I just had so many realizations. The reason why I'm an advocate for shrooms now is because it brings you so much clarity on, like, life. Not life per se, but clarity on like questions that you've been questioning, things that you've been, you know, wondering about, or at least for me, like questions I had, question, questions I had questions about were being answered in like r- rapid thoughts. Like they would just come to me and then I would just realize something and realize and realize and realize. And I truly felt what Kylie Jenner meant when she said it was a year of just realizing things. Because I was really realizing a lot of things on that walk. So I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to share with you guys some of the thoughts that came to me while I was hiking on shrooms. Number one. (laughs) And this sounds so cliche. But in that moment, throughout the hike, this really became like so clear to me. That life is about the journey and not the destination. Because... We were trying to get to the Hollywood sign, you know, we we're trying to, you know, touch it, get to it, just feel it, everything. But then we hit a roadblock and we didn't end up making it to the sign. And I think that it's just very symbolic in that moment. It just felt so symbolic to me because it was like, damn, this this sign that was just big and there. And we embarked on this journey to, you know, get to the sign and we didn't even get there. And we were like, every time we would think we were close, it just kept getting far. Every time we thought we were close, it just kept getting far. And we kept getting more tired and we kept getting more restless. Like, are we ever going to get to the sign? And then the path ended and we had to like literally rock climb to get there. And we decided that we were just, it was just too late. We didn't want to, you know do the extra two miles to get to the sign but it just made me realize that along the way the hike was so fun we had so many conversations we encouraged each other to keep going we took breaks and we would get up and keep going and it was just it just made so much sense to me because as much as you have your eyes set on this one goal you know You have to enjoy the process it takes to get there. And sometimes you may not even get there. But it is about the journey and how and the people you have with you along the way, you know. I had friends with me who, whenever I got tired, would carry me. Shout out to Jimmy for carrying me. Gave me water, gave me encouragement. I was also giving people encouragement. And it was just like, this is a journey, you know. Just experiencing that journey and then and we also saw people like along the way 
And the mountain is huge. The mountain that the Hollywood sign is on is huge. So there's so many different paths. And I would just see so many people like walking in different paths and at different paces. And some people were running, some people were jogging, some people were biking. Some people were, people were just doing whatever. And it just proved to me that everyone is just on different paths. <laughs> this is exactly what somebody on drugs would say right now. But I'm like being so serious. Everyone is on different paths and everyone is going to take a different path to get there. Everyone has a different goal and it's just all about you. It's what you can do and what you want to do, you know? So that's, that's it. The second thing that came to my mind is that it is all a mental battle. I, first of all, cannot even believe that I was hiking in the first place. I've never been on a hike. I never wanted to go on a hike. I just never wanted to walk. Like, why would I just be walking for fun? That sounded stupid. But, and I just didn't think I could be able to do it. But then, the minute that I started this journey, or the journey up on the hike, and I think we walked for, I think, like, three miles. I'm not even kidding. Maybe four. But it was all a mental battle. It was if you can just train yourself to keep thinking, you can do it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Life is all a mental battle. It's all up in your head. It's what you think you can do and what you train your brain to think that you can do. You can do anything that you put your mind to, as cliche as it sounds, because it's all a mental battle. It's all in your head. What do you want to do? Are you going to let your thoughts discourage you from doing what you want to do? Or are you going to you know, keep going and telling yourself you can do it? As much as I I wanted to quit and turn around and not continue the hike because it was so hot and so tiring, I just had to keep going. And I just told myself, I can keep going and I can do it. And after a while, it became even enjoyable because my brain was just pushing me further and further. So that's the second thing is that it's just all a mental battle. Everything is a mental battle. It's what you allow your brain to think. And thoughts become things. So whatever you think or even speak, become whatever, become your reality. So if I think I can do something, then of course I can do it. But if I don't think I can do something, then obviously I'm not going to do it. So yeah. And then the third thing I thought about was my parents. When I saw the view, I immediately wanted to call my mom and my dad. And I did call them, but the connection was so bad, so we didn't end up talking for long. But I just started to cry, you guys. I cried so much thinking about my mom and my dad. And how much I love them. And I just thought about how much I miss my dad. As much as um, I say that he's not in my life. He he tries to be. And I I just realized the fact that it takes two. You know, it takes effort. Like, I'm over here thinking, oh, he doesn't call me that much. But he's probably over here thinking, damn, my daughters don't call me that much. So, you know, that made me really sad. Because it was like, am I missing out on this relationship that I could build and I could you know, fix and heal instead of just throwing it all away and thinking that, you know, this person doesn't care about me because of stuff that happened in the past. But it's like, you can also try, you know, and I just realized that I wasn't trying at all. I wasn't trying to build the bond or the bridge that we had back. So I definitely made a mental note to start calling my dad more. And that, you know, it's good to, you know, try and love our parents as much as we can because they are humans too and they make the same mistakes like i cannot imagine bringing a child into this world and having to be perfect like like i just can't you know 
and how would I feel if I made a mistake and my daughter or son resented me for it for the rest of my life? So I definitely um, cried <laughs> about it as I cried about everything and just made sure to tell myself to call him more because all we need is love in this world. Yeah. All right. The fourth thing on my list is that we are all inhabitants. And this thought came to me because I was realizing that Victor and I, Victor was also on shrooms. <laughs> And I realized that everything that he was thinking, I was thinking it too, you know? We just had the same thoughts, and we just felt each other. And I realized that we are all made of one energy source, God. And he's in every single one of us. And we are just placed on on earth to be able to inhabit this place and live out the word, live live out the truth, live out what we're supposed to be living out, you know? inhabit this kingdom that has been given to us um and no matter our physical bodies our physical representations what we look like how big we are how small we are tall short black white dark skinny fat whatever we are all inhabitants our physical bodies does not matter at all because it's just all about our souls (laughs) guys this is all that was coming to me like on just one walk okay yeah, so we were all just inhabitants of this world and we should just live life according to our hearts, our souls and not care about anybody else because our physical representation does not matter at all. I hope that makes sense, you know? I also had a thought that I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. We're all going to make it. Like we are all going to make it. And like I said before, it's a mental battle. It's what you want to do. So you have to believe that you're going to achieve whatever you want to achieve. And you will. Right? Okay. All right. Um, I also had another thought, which was the fact that humans are dynamic. Like humans, it's it's so interesting because we're always meant or told <laughs> almost or it was meant or told to kind of like define ourselves define ourselves oh just because i look like this that means i have to talk like this just because i like this thing that doesn't mean i can like this other thing you know like we're just always taught to put ourselves in a bubble define ourselves and constrict ourselves but we as humans are so dynamic we have so many parts of ourselves to us we love, we hurt, we feel, we cry, we smile. There's just so many parts of our souls that are just put in this little body. And our minds are just so wide and complex. And the fact that we can, we are able to do so many things. It's like, why are we defining ourselves? Why are we putting ourselves in a bubble when we could just be as expressive and as bold as we like so i just i'm trying to train myself to express myself more to not constrict myself to not put myself in my own little bubble just because somebody thinks i'm this way doesn't mean i have to be this way you know you can change anytime you want you can always grow you can learn and unlearn things you can go move on past things that you thought you were going to move past you can be sad about something that you thought you were already 
you know, over. Like, you can love people who hurt you. You can hate people who love you. It's Humans are so dynamic. So I don't think we think we should try and understand ourselves because you can't. You cannot understand. We cannot understand ourselves. I don't understand myself. I'm sure you don't even understand yourself sometimes. So why even try, you know? Fuck who doesn't understand you. <laughs> I don't care who ever doesn't understand me because I don't even understand myself either. So why? Why even try, you know? Why even bother trying to understand myself? So, yeah. Um, I also thought about writing a book. <laughs> I'm definitely going to write a book, you guys. I definitely want to write a book. I have here on my notes, have you ever been in love? But I don't know why I wrote that. Actually, I know why I wrote that, but we will get into it another day. That'll be another podcast episode, love, because love is a dangerous, scary thing. Um, hmm. I also wrote that, oh, God, my mom is calling me. She just asked me what I was recording, and I couldn't, I couldn't stand to tell her the actual title of this podcast, so I guess she'll just have to listen to it. I also wrote down, support everybody. Everyone needs encouragement along the way. And this is very, very important because I feel like I went through a phase of my life where I was very selective with my support, you know? I looked to people as competition. I wanted to be the only one doing this one thing. Like, yeah, I was very stingy with my support, but I've just grown to be able to give love to everybody else because we are all going through so much and we're all trying, you know, we've all been put on this earth to navigate it with no clue and no guidebook on how to do it. And we're just all a product of our experiences and the people that are around us, which can be hard, you know? So why not support everybody? My goal right now is to comment and give love to everybody. I see, um, share posts, you know, encourage people to keep going and just keep showing love, keep showing love to everybody because we all can make it if we all support one another. And yeah, I think one last thing I also wrote down is that making art is so vulnerable, which is true. Like right now, this podcast, I don't know if you would call it art, but it's definitely a form of vulnerability because I'm just over here alone in this hotel room talking to you guys and youtube videos that's a form of art poetry is a form of art even making clothes designing fashion these are all forms of arts and expressing ourselves which can be so scary and vulnerable because it's really opening people opening your thoughts up to people and letting people enter your head and your brain and your world you know and that is scary because it's like, what if you don't like it? What if you don't like what comes out of my mouth? Or what if you don't like what, what I draw or what I say or what I write, you know? But, yeah, so creativity is definitely, definitely a scary, scary, scary thing. And I choose to just dive head on in the vulnerability because if I don't, then what's the point? You know, what's the point of letting people inside of my life if I... If I can't really show them who I am or, you know, tell them who I am. So, yeah, making art is definitely, definitely one of the boldest, scariest things you can do. But I'm encouraging everybody who is making art right now, any form of art, that just keep going. Because you never know 
who is going to connect with you. You never know what message you're going to send across to whoever needs it, you know. Sometimes I post a video and someone's like, wow, thank you. I like needed this today. And even if just one person needed that, I've done my job for today, you know. If even if one person resonated with something that I say, then that's one person that I could help. So definitely keep going with your art, you guys. Do not stop. And if you're trying to get into art, I 100% encourage you to get into it and put your heart into it. Put your all into it. And yeah, (laughs) so these are all my notes that I wrote down while on drugs, (laughs) while on shrooms, hiking, I definitely thought about a lot more things. <gasps> I forgot one of them. Oh my God, the most important one. I don't know how I skipped it, but I wrote down God is everywhere. And I really, really felt this when I was looking around me in the mountains, the trees, the people, the sun, the sky, the cloud. Everything was so overwhelming, especially on psychedelics. And I just really, really felt God's presence all around me. Like he was in everything. And it makes sense because he created everything. So he, you know, puts a little piece of him in everything that you see. And there's this song called So Will I that I love. I love, love, love. I think it goes like, if the wind goes where you send it, so will I. And if... If the rocks cry out in silence, so would I. If everything was created to lift your voice up, then so will I. So, yeah. Um, God was just everywhere. <laughs> everywhere I looked around. And it was a very cool feeling to have that presence. And you don't have to do drugs to feel that presence. You can also just pray. <laughs> but I'm just saying I felt it a lot. Um, yeah. So those are all the thoughts that I was having. I hope some of these, you know, I hope some of these you learned something from it or some of these you kind of resonated with. And yeah, I don't know if I'll ever do shrooms again. (laughs) I'm not counting it out of my life. And I don't know what are the drugs I'm going to (laughs) try. But if I try any of them, I will let you know. I think drugs are just a really, really cool thing because you're just one substance away from a completely different world. Isn't that so cool? Maybe not. not, I'm not talking hardcore drugs, but like psychedelics, like you're just one thing away. You can just put one thing in your mouth and it shapes your entire view on the world. And like it changes everything you see and everything you feel. That is crazy to me. I just I cannot believe that that is possible. So, yeah, um, I'm definitely not telling everybody to go do drugs, but this was just my little experience on them. And yeah, I guess the takeaway from this video, I mean, from this podcast, I'm so used to recording <laughs> that I'm just like video. But the takeaway from this podcast is that um, I guess don't count drugs out completely at least some of them um definitely have somebody with you if you're trying to try them definitely take a small dosage do not take 10 grams of shrooms your first time please that is crazy i only took 1.5 okay so maybe just stick with that and um yeah 
lot because I feel like they can teach you a lot. They can open up parts of your brains, part of your emotions that you didn't even know they were there. And you can just, I feel like it brings you a lot of clarity. And I really, really enjoyed that. So, <laughs> yeah. I have a couple more dates in California. I'm definitely going to keep vlogging. <laughs> I'm definitely going to keep vlogging. Um, right now, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the title to my latest video. And I ju I'm just laughing because I thought it was so funny. But Clara doesn't think it's funny. <laughs> um, anyway. Okay. Yeah, so be on the lookout for Instagram pictures. Be on the lookout for vlogs. And yeah, I also had you guys send in some Q&A questions that I haven't responded yet. So I guess we're going to spend the last five minutes of this podcast answering a couple of the Q&A questions before I actually film them. So I'll answer some of them exclusively here for you guys. And then when I film them, you'll definitely get the notification. I just have to get around to doing it. Okay. So someone asked me, Khadija.a1i said, would you marry someone you didn't love for money? And no, I don't, I can't see myself marrying someone I don't love. Whoever I love definitely will have money though. <laughs> but I can't, I can't love someone. I can't marry someone without loving them. No. Um, and just because you have money doesn't mean I love you. But if I love you, then you definitely have money. <laughs> Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Because I'm not loving no broke boy. Why would I love a broke boy? This is very ironic of me because I have loved a couple of broke boys in my life. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Let me shut up. All right. Um, a lot of you guys have been saying the podcast is amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Someone said, what med school are you going to? Girl, I don't even think... I'm going to med school. <laughs> Let's start there. Um, top 10 movies you absolutely love from Anna underscore Krajnikova. Um, top 10 movies, definitely. I don't know if I have a top 10, but Call Me By Your Name is up there. Parasite is up there. A Walk to Remember is up there. Those are the three that come to mind right now. I know I definitely love other movies, but yeah, Amelie. Amelie is a French movie. Love that movie. Someone said, Suheto Literario <laughs> said, are you afraid of not being in love? Um, Are you afraid of not being in love? I'm not afraid of not being in love. I... No, why would I be scared of not being in love? If anything, I'm scared of being in love. And yeah, especially on reciprocated love, that just scares me. Because what am I going to do, you know? What am I going to do? Ruth X. Ted said, how are you really? Right now, I'm actually doing very, very well. I try not to think about the fact that school starts in two weeks. So I'm just cruising and bruising. But I, I love it. I love it so far. I'm I'm feeling well. How are you, Ruth? Let me know. So love underscore Esther P said, How is it being the life of the party? Um, I love it, man. It's a blast. Um a lot of people asking me about sex, 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 sex. 
how does it feel to have sex have you had sex yet when did you lose when did you lose your virginity blah blah blah, blah. guys i don't i i haven't had sex and i'm definitely gonna make a podcast about this one too because you guys i think that might be my next podcast episode the reason why i haven't had sex yet it's actually out of my control my body will not let me have sex okay i don't know how you're gonna think about that but i'm gonna let you think about that there's something wrong with my body and i wouldn't say wrong because i don't think there's anything wrong with the way i was made but there's definitely something going on in my body i literally go to therapy for the fact that i can't have sex not not like therapy but like physical therapy i go to physical therapy (laughs) i go i literally go to physical therapy to be able to have sex Yeah, when I tell you guys there's a lot of things you don't know, there's a lot of things you don't know. So we'll save that for the next episode, I guess. That would be so funny. But yeah, um, on that note, on that note, on that note, I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this made sense to you guys. And I hope you took something away from it. If you did, let me know. I love when you guys DM me about the podcast. It makes me so happy. Because it's so nice doing YouTube and like seeing that, you know, you're good at it. But when you try something new and people fuck with it as well, it makes me very, very happy. So thank you guys so much for listening. I can't thank you enough for listening and tuning in and just enjoying it, you know? All right. I will talk to you guys later. And yeah, have a good rest of your week. I love you. Goodbye.